0: This is the Christian Artist, honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. Welcome to the 26th episode of the Christian Artist. I almost choked on water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we were kind of done doing the intro bit. <clears throat> should that be the what you say every time? I always I almost <laughs> choked on water.
1: No. <laughs> Fair enough. So, Caleb, <laughs> uh, what are we talking today on Season 2, Episode 1? No, oh, not it's not Season 2? Two. Two? No. We already talked about it. Episode this. 50 for Season 2? No, at the episode end of 100. the year. At the end of the year?
0: At the end of the year. So, Episode 52. Well, no, because we started in April, so we'll be somewhere around Episode 30-something, probably. We'll be sort of 30-something. Oh, at the end of this year. End of this year. And then, so season one okay. will be shorter than every, all the other seasons. But then we'll make each year a season, which is usually what TV shows do. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. Except we're gonna do it every week <laughs>
1: instead of. Ooh, we need to do one about Christmas. We need to rip on Christmas. <laughs> That'd be a fun time. Since we d- didn't do an episode on Halloween, yes, that is a good point. Let's do an
0: episode on Christmas. I don't yeah. want to do an episode on Thanksgiving. No, that's just that's boring.
1: Yeah. Who that cares about, about Thanksgiving? It has all nothing you do, to do with food. art. Either. Yeah. Well, unless eating food is considered as an art. I am shaping the form of my belly. If we're going back to episode two, then technically it is. Eating is. A- well, not eating. What? Making food. Oh, well, that's completely different than consuming. Okay. Not everybody cooks on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Caleb, when's the last time you cooked on Thanksgiving? Good point. Never? Good I don't think point. I've ever cooked on Thanksgiving. Yeah, me neither. Not even ramen noodles. Yep. Same. You just starve yourself until you get fed. Yep. And then you make up for the fact that you didn't eat. Yep. So true. By eating three and a half meals. Anyway, our
0: episode today, we are going to do another brainstorming episode. Not because we have, haven't been doing enough of those lately, because we have been doing plenty of those, but because I. We like to storm
1: your brain with yes, thoughts and. Exactly. Creative thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Not unlike that one. Um, Thank you. But
0: uh, the reason we're doing this one is because I have a project for school, for creative writing class, actually, um, that I need help brainstorming. So I thought I was going to – I am I would have brainstormed this with Connor anyway. So I oh. assumed that – So you're just – It's awesome to just do it on the podcast because yeah, then okay. we have <laughs> – we have Material. episode, ah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and some people might find it interesting So we're going to do another thing very similar to what we did in episode 4 of The Christian Artist um, Which was the uh, episode about parables and Jesus Christ being a storyteller
1: And since we just did a trivia, so you know exactly what this episode is about Since you obviously cheated to figure out the answers
0: <laughs> And listen to all the episodes
1: yes. Which um, took you about 12 and a half hours, maybe more Definitely more than that yeah. Maybe they skimmed through it Maybe they sped it up (laughs) using their iPhone. Yeah, they can do that. That is a possibility.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. I have a function on my uh, not a phone or whatever that you can skip pauses. Nobody cares, Skip. You can skip pauses
1: in podcasts. It's not a phone. Okay. It's not an iPhone. Nobody cares. (laughs)
0: That's so true. Um, But anyway, what we're going to do is, um, for my project, uh, we were given, uh, we had to choose a fable of, of Aesop's fables and basically build a story around that. And we were given basically complete creative freedom to do that, so we just have to base it in some way on the, on the fable.
1: So, so I say you just copy one of the scenes and put it in your book, and the rest of it is just complete. But it's kind of like fables making, are like, uh, like paragraph long. It's kind of like making a reboot of a different movie. It's kind of like, I'll be back, and then everything else is just completely random, and it's nothing to do with anything at all. <laughs> Sounds like you're ripping a Terminator Genesis. I haven't even seen the movie. All I've seen was the trailer, which told me nothing, but I'll be back. Just
0: random fan service. Yes.
1: Fan service! Unlike Godzilla, which was fan service and an amazing movie at the same exact time. (laughs) Thank you, Godzilla. You are my favorite movie.
0: (laughs) Anyway. So the fable that we're going to brainstorm and so I'll I'll tell you the fable, Connor, and then we'll we'll come up with the genre first. And then uh we need to come up with characters, setting, plot, and a tone for the story. So like a theme or a tone or whatever. Um and that will I'll have a lot to do with the genre, but this is the fable that I chose.
1: What about background noises?
0: I, this 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 is a creative writing thing, Connor. It's a it's a story. It's not gonna it's not not an audio drama.
1: Then what's the point,
0: Gilb? Um, I'm not going to answer that question, because it's obvious. What is the point, beautiful? What is What's wrong with you today? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so the, the fable that I chose is the man and the lion. And the way that the man and the lion goes is uh, there, is a, there are, is a man and a lion. No. <laughs> who <laughs> are say traveling that? companions. And <clears throat> they're walking along a road, and they're arguing about w- w- who is better, men or lions. And Obviously, men because they're stupid <laughs> i literally don't even know no, what I you're don't talking either. about anymore um uh. but so they're arguing about this and, and their argument who's superior and who's the best and then they come across a statue of a man strangling a lion um and the man looks at the the statue and he's like dude like he's saying to the lion obviously this proves that my side is correct because there's a statue of a man beating up a lion and so obviously men are better than lions and the lion looks at him and says that's not true you're not getting the whole story if lions could build statues i'm positive that almost all of their statues would be of lions beating men and then the moral of the story is there's always two sides to every story and so it's a very very simple fable but basically our goal here is to take that simple concept of there are two sides to every story. There's two sides that are arguing about which one is better. And they ha- and, and then one side seems like they're correct, but then you get the other side of the story, and, and it's not as clear as it was before.
1: Well, okay, the, the idea is that the lion is, like, mute, right? He can't communicate his ideas. Something Therefore, like that, yeah. One character can speak, and one character is mute. Hmm. Or one character has huge... No, I like the idea of more... I was thinking more you could go into the social aspect of it and make one character like the president and one character a peasant. But I like the idea because it was kind of like they're making statues that fits more with the topic. But I think it's more interesting to make one character who literally can't speak
0: and see, I was you thinking along those his same the lines story. that there is going to be some sort of like um, argument happening and, and some kind of like, met- like thing that fits into that metaphor. And then one character was going to seem to be completely right. But then when you see it from the other character's perspective, oh, it seems like it they're not. It could
1: totally be like that episode of The Amazing World of Gumball with the robot. He like can't speak and they're trying to figure out what he's saying. <laughs> and then they eventually like look up his culture. And it's like this huge like Colosseum type of thing, and then through it all they like hit the button on his on the back of his like suit, and he he starts speaking English. He's like, "Oh, thank you! I've been waiting so long for this. Hey guys, you can stop fighting now." And it's like, "Shut up! We're trying to. We're saying, can't you see we're trying to help you?" And they keep fighting, and then then they like actually hit the button again, and they were and then they never even knew that he was talking. <laughs> Well,
0: we're not writing an episode of World of Gumball, though technically it can be a humorous story. I
1: don't want it to be. I'd rather have it be a serious story. Um, I think it'd be funny if it was a bunch of people trying to get this mute. Okay, they think that this guy witnessed a crime and he didn't. (laughs) And and, and it's it's just a bunch of different people trying to, you know, like say, oh no, he saw it happen, right? And like and he's like, "Dude, I can't speak." <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, bro. let's let's back up. Let's back up. Okay. The first thing I want
0: to decide is what genre this is. I want it to be speculative fiction. Um so I want it to be sci-fi, fantasy, horror, something like that. cuz I cuz cause I, cause that's what I want to write. That's just what interests me.
1: It should be a colony on the moon who has been able to uh, um predict the weather from the moon to the exact percentage of everything. Like, like on Earth? Can, yes, can exactly predict the weather on the Earth. From the moon, and what does that have to do with the one person can't communicate the weather? They're communicating the weather to Earth. But there's always two sides to the story: the moon side and the Earth side <laughs> <of> the story. <laughs> oh, the moon side and the sun side. Oh, okay, of the okay. Story. When you started talking,
0: it started something started working there for me. Like, okay, so if say you have a sci-fi uh, thing going on, and you have a colony and a home world or whatever mm-hmm. and there is that thing of they think the home world thinks that they're just right because they have their old culture and they know everything kind of thing and and they're like well obviously we know exactly what should happen on this colony in this colony world like all and so the colony is being ruled it's like a, a metaphor for um america r- american britain Kind ah, of a thing. I so right. we we know what should be done there, but then the, uh, the people in the colonies are like, no, we are the ones who have the perspective here. There are two sides to the story. You're not seeing our side, and so
1: then they because clearly you're not revolt. here. Exactly. Live in a man's shoes. Walk one mile in a man's shoes before you judge them, and then you're a mile away, so you have their shoes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, but yes, we we should decide a specific genre for this. I'm I'm fine with any salad fiction,
1: but then it should involve shoes and stealing them. What is what is your problem? Should involve somebody stealing shoes from the colonies. No, the colony tries to steal shoes <laughs> from the Earth. <laughs> There's a shortage of shoes on the Earth, <laughs> so they're not giving the shoes to the colonists because they don't think they need them. Mm. But the The moon people know. They need (laughs) shoes. The earth just doesn't understand that. I think we found our hashtag. Hashtag the moon people know. They think think that the moon um, is just made of, like, fluffy cheese. So they think they don't need shoes. But we all know that we need shoes to keep healthy arcs. (laughs) (laughs) That is actually
0: false. Oh, it's false? Yeah. Oh. It's completely healthy in every way to be
1: barefoot all the time. Well, of course. Gibb. nothing wrong with that. It'd be shameful and dumb to think otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Help me choose a genre.
0: Other dimensionally. Connor. Basic genre. Okay. Horror. Um, science fiction. Fantasy. Historical.
1: Dante. 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 I forget the... Dante's Inferno? F- no, that's... Caleb, that game is terrible. Why would you say that? Uh, well, it was actually a book before that. I know that's the book I'm talking about. Oh, it was yeah, written. It was, it was by- written by Dante. The main character wasn't name wasn't Dante. Um, but it's I forget what it's called. It was I think it was a journey Dante's through Inferno. Hell. No, that's not what the book is called. No, Caleb, it's a classic. It's a, it's a classical art made in the Middle Ages. I know it's a classic. It, yep. it, it was made by Dante. That was it was it was um, that's not what the the name of the book was though. It was, it, was it, was, uh, it was a comedic journey through hell divine comedy
0: yeah. Dan- Dante's divine comedy yep. but you do realize that comedy didn't mean the same thing back then comedy meant um,
1: but it was funny kid. no that, that was, it, it was no no but my history book said I, I, I have it right here I can legitly I, I can legitly just go and find what it said about it the two greatest writers of the late medieval period were Dante and Chaucer Chaucer Chaucer, yes, yeah, Chaucer. Dante Alighieri, Dante Alighiero, uh, Alighari Al- Ali Wait, what is that? How's this spelled? Alighari Ali Al- Oh, you. Actually Dante Alighari <laughs> was an Italian poet. His Divine Comedy. Which is the name of the book. Yeah. Ranks is one of the most brilliant works in all literature. In this long poem, Dante takes an imaginary journey through hell, purgatory, and paradise. His work reflects the religious beliefs, social order, and political turbulence of the late Middle Ages.
0: Nothing about funniness in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I as, as I was just looking it up, comedy is funny per se, but there was more to a comedy in, in, in the old
1: ages. In, in the old no, that's terms. Because they were it. smarter than us. So, they can put more into a story than just comedy. So, such a good point. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Anyway, genre <laughs> for the last time.
1: It should be a divine comedy? Yes. It should be in, like, heaven and hell dimensions. It should be set in Dante's Inferno? Yes. No. Not in Dante's Inferno, but, like, just, like, like, like journeys through different, like, planes of dimensions like heaven hell like i'm thinking of like like whenever people are like traveling from like god to god and like the greek mythology stuff that's what i'm thinking of oh i know what you're talking about yeah that should be that'd be cool very unique and different probably appeal to your teacher since it's very classical he's not a super classical person who isn't a very classical person give who wouldn't appreciate something like that? No, they'd appreciate I'm sure. Yeah, so do it. But just, do can, it. Uh, just do Love it! No, stop!
0: You're not giving me what I want. Let's.
1: I'm giving you what a you need. genre. You can't handle the truth.
0: <laughs> genre. That's what we're talking about right now. I, I, I like to start from that starting point when I'm trying to brainstorm something.
1: Gotta rock.
0: I gotta rock. What genre is this in? I think that should be the genre. I got a rock.
1: No, that was (laughs) was, uh, just a Charlie Brown
0: quote. Connor, science fiction, fantasy, Fantasy. horror. Okay, fantasy.
1: That's an answer. Okay. What kind of fantasy? Divine comedy. That kind of take on things. That's interesting. That's different, Gilb. Test yourself. It is an otherworldly city. Go with that. It is a city in heaven, or just uh, like... Greek no, mytholog- I'm fine with, I'm fine
0: with that. Yeah, city. I I was fine. I w- okay. The, the thing I had so far when I was kind of just messing around because he had the his, gods. He had his brainstorming today, and I I had no idea what I was going to do, so I just kind of wrote some random stuff down. Okay. It, but the only image, like he said, okay, write down some Google search imp, like t- terms that you can use to find setting pieces, like on Google images that can like help you just brainstorm I, like what your setting is going to look like. Okay. And I wrote down statue, and road. So and Italy and Greece. So it's. A Greek
1: mythological city of the gods, and I
0: want statues there. Yes.
1: Why statues? Don't make it about statues, Gil. You have to make it further than that uh, from the story. I like the, the no. I
0: like the mental image of, of going on going coming to a crossroads, and having a statue there. In my mind, like the first thing I thought of when I was thinking of this is like I want the, like it, it would be interesting if the entire short story was a conversation in front of a statue, but Why? obviously I don't know. It just seemed interesting. But I want it to be very social in 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 nature and like talking about politics and all this stuff. Not necessarily politics, but like you know, the the nature of humanity, social issues, stuff like
1: that. But has nothing to, to you that, that statues has nothing to do with that. Statue is in mental image. Yes, but it's a setting piece. The mental image could be no. But if it's if city. it's Connor, if it's a city of the gods, then there obviously there's statues, statues. But there doesn't need to be a statue. You're trying to make it. More like the fable than it needs to be. It shouldn't be that much like the fable. No, you should I just put statues different... in it because of that. Okay. So don't. I wasn't putting it in just because of that. But I put it in there because did. I liked it. But you did. No, I put it in there because I liked yeah, it. Yeah, but, but you can't because that what? was the fable. <laughs> but that was the fable. The fable was about a statue. Okay. So don't put a statue in it. Make it all right. Fine. translate that into something different. Like we did with the Mute Men take something yeah, from Yeah, but the mute man the and, the, and the
0: man who talked could be in front of a statue, and it does not change the story.
1: Yes, but... It, it was a setting piece, yeah, Connor. Yeah, it no, wasn't that I they understand. were going to look at the statue and make the I, same I connection. I understand, Kim, but making, a, putting a statue in there is like... It's like telling your audience, yes, this is the fable about the statue. Instead of translating it into something different. Taking the... the, the what the statue... what The reason for the statue to be in the story, translate that into something else.
0: Yep. That's what I was going to do anyway. So don't put a statue wasn't going to be the point. I just wanted a statue in the setting. Because I like the way a statue looks in the setting. It bugs me, yes, I know, but do that for something else. No, but that's the thing. I was already thinking Greek city. And Greek cities always have statues of gods and stuff like that. That's the only thing I was thinking so there you go. I, I'm okay with it, an, and like a, a city of the gods style thing. Okay, let's yeah. let's go with that. So, type of fantasy you want this to be: um, comic fantasy, contemporary fantasy, dark fantasy, diesel punk, dying earth, fairy tale, um, dying earth fairy tale, apocalyptic city of the gods. The city of
1: the gods is going to be destroyed. And it's a prophecy. Made by a fairy who has a tail. (laughs) (laughs) Hence the fairy tale.
0: Um, That's an anime. Um, It is, isn't it? Yep.
1: It's probably terrible. Probably. Not offence to people who up there who like it, but it's probably terrible.
0: Wow, that's a blanket statement right there.
1: No. Anything that's called fairy tale. I mean, come on. Just.
0: Anyway, okay. Sounds no. so So if so we're thinking apocalyptic fantasy. Connor. Thank you. Pay attention. I am. Mean, okay. A- if we're thinking apocalyptic fantasy, City of the Gods is dying. What does that mean for our plot that we have so far? Like the the argument and one side not seeing
1: the other. Gods and people. Okay. Except the god is mute.
0: No, I don't want a mute person. It just, it, if it's going to be that, it would have to be simplified. If we're, if we're going with the City of the Gods Apocalypse style, then we're not going to put in a mute person. It's going to be more about large-scale things.
1: No, okay, okay. So, uh, make it about that um, the, the, the lion is the person, right? Because the person doesn't have any say in things, and th- the god is, you know, the the human mm-hmm and instead, so instead in switch this... it around though is that's what you're expecting right it's the same parallel there where you know the god has control over everything and the people do not
0: no but this no, no no just this is the thing though connor the lions and the men are equal are equally superior in the story and that was the point it's like from both of our sides we see ourselves as superior and so that would be and the that same is way. the same
1: thing with men and god exactly so make, but, but switch the places around. Just just switch it so that the mm. the god is the one who can't make the statue, and the man is the one who can. That makes no sense, though. I don't I don't see your. No, no, it doesn't this. make any sense
0: because if the gods are My the who would clearly be clearly superior. <laughs> 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 it's because you haven't let me talk. Thank you. Um. Stop making your statue, Caleb, and look no, at mine. No, shush your face. Um, so basically what I'm thinking then, so the gods have created this city, right? And the humans are living in it. The humans have no say socially. Like, they're there s- to simply be the servants of these then god beings. I say, beings.
1: switch it around just for that. How? Indikas. How would man that work? The man are the ones who created the city and have enslaved the god.
0: It's going to be the same thing either way, Connor. No, yeah, this but is it's just weird Connor, and unique. Connor. That what I'm saying is, either way, it's going to be the exact same outcome, and it's, it's literally not going to matter in the slightest because the gods are not actually gods, and the and the people—they're just people who are elevated above them. That's the whole point of this. Their ho- the whole point is that they actually are equal, so that means the gods aren't really gods. So it's these demigods basically, are these, these humans who have made themselves gods who have created this city and control everything. And the humans are like, or, you know, the people who just assume they're lower, they, they're like, Hey, we're actually awesome. You know, we're, we're equal to you. You have no right to like, you're the one who are making all the buildings, putting up all the propaganda and you're making us out to be this lower class of people, but we're just as strong as you. And there's no reason for this, like you're not seeing our side of it. Yeah. And so we kill
1: you. Yeah, I know I see your point of yeah of what you were saying. I was, you you didn't explain your point. I I, I know I wasn't, yeah. but that's yeah. Yeah. You just are bad at explaining things, Gil. Right. That's why you should that's not exactly. be a writer. <laughs> I could do this much better with metaphor than just what is wrong with you. Cosmic
0: mm-hmm. Brunonius. So What does this have to do with the dying Earth,
1: though? They created a new Earth! (laughs) Hence, the sci-fi. That I'm now throwing in there. (laughs) The more complicated, the longer you have to write! (laughs) Exactly, this is supposed to be a short story. Oh, well. Okay,
0: take out the fallen Earth thing, then. I can't spend, like, a whole lot of time on this, because...
1: Okay, make it Apocalyptic. But don't you know really put in anything besides the fact that they put up walls to keep things out?
0: But why? What is the point of that power? Okay, so let's
1: let's, to keep out outer influences that can share bare bones, shed light,
0: bare bones on this. So we have people who are basically put themselves up as gods, yes, and we have the people they oppress, yes, and they are equal. They're completely equal in every way, but yes. one of them is just the one who gets all the say okay. because the other people can't make statues per okay. se. With that in mind, that's our goal. That's the point of the story. Now, what can we add to make that better and, instead of just adding things just to make it more complicated? What can we add to focus it more in on those points?
1: I what feel I like saying- making
0: an apocalypse is pointless. No, no. Point.
1: What I was saying, it's not an apocalypse. They're trying to keep people out, though. Because they don't want anybody to oh, see, I see both sides yeah, of the yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. So, so they know that outside
0: of this, okay. So they keep everyone isolated in the city, and basically, it's the whole propaganda thing. They they keep all there's no media except for what comes from their lips, and so they can't. Exactly. No one has any say, say and so they just have to accept what these people tell them, but. And so... What is the genre of this, then?
1: City of the Gods. Heroic Fantasy.
0: High Fantasy?
1: Yeah, probably. High Fantasy. What's
0: our magic system? Why does it need to be a magic system? Well, how did the people get to be so powerful? I'm assuming that's because of some magic thing.
1: Money. Magic!
0: If this is fantasy, there has to be something magic!
1: And, and oh, fairy tale. Just classic magic. Magical beans! <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes, a high city. Be. They planted magical beans kinda, just, from Jack no, and the no, Beanstalk. No. We don't have to.
0: I hate fairy tale Thank magic. You. I, hate it, I hate it too. So, uh, no, or staying far and away. And just
1: to clarify, we hate it simply because there are no rules. Exactly. You can do anything with fairy tale magic, so. And w- w- see, so this is the thing. No, Lord of the Rings a, technically
0: yeah. has fairy tale magic because you never know exactly what Gandalf can do. But the reason it works in Lord of the Rings is that Gandalf never solves problems. Yes. And when he does, there's a huge cost to it because he's actually fighting someone who's m- like more powerful than he is and And the problem I have with most fairy tale stories is that the magic solves all the problems, yes. and you can you never explain what the magic does, and so it's just like, well, oh this these beans can control the world Well, that's handy because I need to control the world, and then that's the end of the story. That's yeah. what fairy tale magic ends up doing, all and that the is time.
1: why we don't like um well n- not don't like but st- strongly dislike. Some of the things. Yeah, no, that too, but strongly dislike some of the things in Arrow and uh, Flash. Eh. Because that's how they solve problems. Because Mm. their powers don't have limits. Yes. They can do anything and then they can do nothing the next moment. Yep. And that's how they solve their problems, and that's how they create problems, is by their powers suddenly not. Doing as well as they usually did, and that's not good storytelling at all. Yes. It's it would be
0: awesome if we had a very specific thing. Okay, this is what the magic can do. I understand what the magic can do, and because of that fact, because of my knowledge of that, then it does create problems, and it it lets us solve problems because we understand the rules the in it and they're consistent. Oh. <laughs> 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 but yeah so so basically what i'm saying is they should have the the gods or whatever should have some magical power it can be as general as they want it to be but it should be something like one thing that they can do
1: okay that the, the lets split, them be more the, powerful the wait oh the slip the slipstream stream genre i read that as split screen genre and i was so confused i'm not sure what that means we're gonna read it right now uh, Slipstream is the kind of fantastic or non realistic fiction that crosses
0: conventional genre boundaries between science fiction, fantasy, and literary fiction. Literary fiction.
1: <gasps> <laughs> but that's so it's really like funky.
0: surrealism and bizarre
1: fiction. Yeah. Magic realism. Okay. Anyway, okay, so yeah. um, Fable story about statues and lions and men. Oh my.
0: You know what I just realized? What? This is the exact story of Toluk Skyward.
1: said this is magical. No, this is
0: magical too. All of the people in Toluk Skyward can use the domination magic. It's just that the Highborn are higher up. Hmm. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Maybe I should just write a condensed short story of Toluk Skyward.
1: Well, problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to, though. I think you should. I mean, it'd be easier to do that, but... Yeah. Just make it just make it different in the ways that we have made it different. Because there are no third parties, and it looks skyward. I mean, okay, yeah, you basically have the gist of it. That, everything you need to, to create the story and to get the point across. Anything else, you just need to write it out. So if
0: I'm, if I'm going to do that, if I'm going to make this a condensed version of Taluk Skyward, which I'm actually okay with, we can make this the actual kind of original concept we had for Taluk Skyward in the first place where it was a very condensed story of there is the... the remember, because it was basically like... The Taluk Skyward that I have now is a lot more technologically advanced than the Taluk Skyward of the past was, like the first time we ever came up with it because it was just this concept of, okay, these people live higher on a mountain and there there's this pit below them and then they send... Like food and stuff down there, and mm-hmm. they, you know, mean like it was it was much more simplified. So I could just do that. Oh, you know what I could just do? I could make this. Oh, there you go. It's a short story set in a different part of the tulip Skyward World. Ooh, with a different culture. Ah, uh, that's more interesting.
1: With third parties, party one. Party two <laughs> and party three. No, I really like that. Let's do that.
0: Because, okay. I mean, that that helps me focus more on Until Skyward this month anyway. Okay, so, yeah. If this is a, a different part of the world of Illand, the, the first thing we need to come up with then is, obviously this is epic fantasy now. Sure. Um, we need to come up with what is the terrain of what like where the city is or what like the in the size of the city like what's the setting of this cuz obviously it's not the floating two mountain ranges sand
1: what floating sand no yes no it's a desert but all the sand floats so what's underneath the sand?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why would the sand float? Because everything else in this world no, floats. No, it doesn't. Like All two the trees float. float, the trees? There is a specific kind of tree that
1: floats. Yeah, this is a specific kind of sand. <laughs> sand. <laughs>
0: it would have to be a That'd specific be really kind cool, of rock. That would be
1: really cool. That would be really cool. Yeah.
0: Like okay, the the ones I have so far, I have the the two mountain ridges and then there's like a a, a canyon that they live in and they live on the sides of the mountains. And then something else, because this world is entirely mountainous. So what kind of... Volcanoes and snow.
1: And yes. I love that... Oh, okay, so, random little snippet here. On Star Wars, The Old Republic, the video game. There, There's a planet that is... Solace? Be, no, Belcevis Oh, Belsavis, yeah. Where, um, it's like a prison planet. But it, yep. it, it doesn't, that doesn't matter at all. But okay, <laughs> there's just, just, like, at the very end of the planet... You get there, and it's just... You're, like, inside a volcano, and it's snowing. And it just is the coolest scene. Like, the planet is very icy and stuff like that, and very volcanic and stuff like that, but then you get to this one last area, and you, like, walk inside a volcano, and it's snowing, and it's just the coolest scene. You're just like, yes! It's just... just, You can just feel the epicness. It just looks so cool. But, yeah, I, I just like that. like that scene of...
0: Volcanoes no, yeah, I like snow. that as a setting piece. So that can be my Google search thing. Yes. Is that it's ice- we're in Iceland, basically? Class. Yes. Really? That's mm-hmm. cool. Did print them out. Really cool. Mm-hmm. So Iceland basically is our setting. Iceland, but obviously more pronounced. Wait, Iceland
1: has volcanoes. Yeah. What? You didn't know that. Iceland is so much cooler now. Did you? Is that, that where they filmed the solist planet? Epit that is. No, they didn't film that the solace plan
0: they didn't film that film what i don't understand never
1: in the star wars movies did they go to solace they're going to in the seventh movie caleb they go to solace yeah that's what the entire thing is about they're introducing solace as a planet yeah are you sure i didn't see solace in any of the trailers oh my goodness okay you know star wars battlefront how they're saying yeah is, um they're saying about talking about Cellust right what they said was be the first to step on planet as seen um and and, and to under, to figure out um, false wrong planet you're thinking of a different planet solalust is the planet that we played on
0: in the beta yeah. but that's not they're adding a new planet which is solace no that's not it Solust is already a planet Connor I've known about Sullust for most of my Star Wars history. I mean, Sullust, I mean, Sullust is where. Okay, you know. But Jakku is the one they're releasing December. Yes. So there's going to be um, five maps total. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, I'm cool with that. The and captain, is- Captain Lando's um, co-pilot, in that little wrinkly alien—that's a Sullustan. That's a Sullustan.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what he says, right? He talks yeah. like this, yes. Yeah. It's, it's so dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was watching that movie the other day and I was just like, this character is just the worst. Like, there's just no reason for this <laughs> character really to be reason here. here. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. It's a trap! It's a trap! It's a trap! If you ever watch Return of the Jedi again, anytime um, in the near future, whenever he speaks, just yell, It's a trap! It's a trap! Because it's just so much more entertaining.
0: Anyway, so we have our we have our our uh, our what's it called setting? So Iceland. So, but it's but it's going to be like a more pronounced version of Iceland because the the terrain is much more jagged. So it's going to be so like geysers and snow and volcanoes and stuff like that. So yes, we so basically it's like geysers and snow and volcanoes and whatnot. Geysers. What is the city like?
1: Geysers. Hmm. Geys- cooler <laughs>
0: geothermal activity what Whoa. you know what geo and thermal mean together snow geysers and volcanoes yeah well what not snow is, but yeah let's say what is snow geysers and volcanoes no it means oh, yeah. earth hot <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah geothermal yeah what is the city like
1: it is in a volcano on top of a geyser The geyser is the elevated part. In a volcano,
0: (laughs) on top of a geyser. Not in
1: the lava, though.
0: Okay, well, well, we're taking this back to our roots for for this. um, There are no roots here. here To to look look skyward, the roots of the mountain.
1: There are no roots of the mountain. Foundations of
0: stone, Connor. The The first track of the Two Towers soundtrack.
1: Foundations of stone. Also, the first
0: chapter, I believe, of Two Towers.
1: To totally take the song the the names of the soundtrack of the two towers as Bible. Gospel is a correct term. I apologize
0: there. for this entire episode. <laughs> um I'm taking us back to the initial concept. So basically it's it's going to be a much simpler civilization. It's going to be um, you know people living on the top, oppressing people on the bottom. I
1: allegedly think though it should be like
0: it's like a boiling geyser. lake, though. Yes, that's that was the initial thing. Was it's going to be? It was a boiling lake that they're around.
1: I was thinking more like were actually the city is entirely being shot up by water. No, that's how it floats. <laughs> no, what? It's just the water is just like.
0: No, I, was I don't like make an it actual complicated. No, no, I was thinking
1: more like water. We're simplifying top, this kind. on top of the city. Or is there, just, like top of the city? So the, it's a the city is on top of water. Geyser. No, that was a joke. But it was more. It's more like layer of water, and on top of that layer of water is a city, and below the layer of water is the people. Is that be really cool? What is the layer of water? No, that'd be really cool to figure out, though. Shouldn't it? We should probably figure that out. But no, okay. Think of that idea though. Same same idea for the city above and below. It would just be groundwater. Yeah, and they live in the ground. That's yeah, that's cool. They live underground. They live underneath a lake, and Why? then the city on top is in the middle of a lake. So the lake is like
0: really big. No, I, I'm taking this back to the the simple concept we had initial initially because you haven't given me good answers the whole time. So no, I'm that's a really cool by. idea. Yes, but not for this. Like we're making we want to make this as simple as possible because this is her mm. story. And so it basically they live on top of a
1: statue. I knew I would give you the right answer. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I think that is the correct usage of that, like, the transfer there. Right. <laughs> I think that is anyway, the correct
0: usage. Anyway, so basically they live on the top of this cliff thingy, and then below them is a boiling lake that this the lower people live around. We have to make this different from to look skyward, though. So it can't be, like, lowborn, highborn, same situation. It's mo- it's going to be a lot more mystical. Um, and so it's, like, Whoa. along the lines of, like, they still do the whole domination thing. Like, it's still, I'm reaching down and, um, and you know, uh, controlling you. And, you're, you know, you're, like, the prophets, basically, of this. So basically, it's not necessarily a different part of the world, though it though it probably is as well. It's more like backwards in time, and so it's around the time that civilization collapsed in this world after the domination link was just like propagated, and then people started taking advantage of everybody else. And so it's the beginning, the beginnings when this social hierarchy was developing, and so they're they're very low technology. They're they're living. It is going to be a very small like city, and then they have these people just living below them in this boiling lake, not in it but around it, and so there's this steam that rises, so they can't actually see above them. Basically, is what it is. The
1: steam floats the city. It's a gigantic blimp.
0: That'd be so. Okay, cool. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, what happens during winter? It just like sinks a little bit, it goes down a <laughs> little so, more.
0: I mean, yeah. In but summer, it would really... like
1: actually rise. Oh, that's so cool.
0: Yep. Okay, so basically, it's along the lines of. Um, I mean, I guess we basically just make up our made up our setting, so we need to make up plot and character. So the plot is along the lines of. There's a social hierarchy problem. And one side is not being told, and and they have they both have the magic, but they haven't, like the lower people don't know that. So basically, it has to revolve around. So basically, at some point, someone needs to say like the low, someone of the lowborn needs to say, if we could, like do domination, then, you know, this would be different. We're we're exactly the same. You're just like he because they all think they're gods up there. And then one guy, one person steps out and says, "No, you're you're just you're just tyrannical. And if we could do this to you, it would just be the like, then you would be as low as us, kind of a thing. And then they actually do figure it out and go above, and then someone dominates someone else, like the highborn people, basically. So the whole story is about this person getting to the top and dominating someone and realizing that they can fight back,
1: kind of a thing. It'd be so cool if at the and it, like you write a prequel to your book at some point, and you realize that the highborn were actually the lowborn, and the lowborn were actually the highborn, and they just switch places. And they're switching places again in the real book. <laughs> That's actually pretty you know how cool. Interesting that'd be?
0: <laughs> that would play so perfectly into the, the theme I'm trying to get across for this about how power is like when you have that kind of power one of the main struggles of the book is going to be them figuring out how do we have a civilization work without this hierarchy developing because like if someone is below you you can control them and so this sort of thing will happen and so it's like a tr- they they have to figure out a way to get rid of it basically or something you know that that's going to be the whole big problem is they, like how do we make, make a, a city, civilization work without
1: having they this to make problem? a city with all one story buildings Mm-hmm. Everybody's a level. Like, the entire thing is completely level. The only
0: problem is they have a city of a million people, mm-hmm. and the city's already built like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So they have everybody go to yeah. the, the bottom? Probably. But I think that's really cool. Like, a city like that would be extremely interesting. They're all trying to make sure everybody's equal. And the things of, okay, even even I'm super rich, and so I'm making my house, like, one foot taller than everybody else's. Like, ooh, he's more powerful because his house is standing taller than mine. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just a cool, like, picture there of the rich guy has a taller house. It could be like a, a proverb. <laughs> it could. I mean, it cool. kind of
0: is because, like, the, the, all of their... Uh, and it's really funny because all of the metaphors and the sayings... There's a
1: little cosmic brownie sprinkle. <gasps> Where would
0: it go? Oh, it's over by your foot. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. Don't you dare eat it. Don't you dare. Oh, <laughs> all of the metaphors and like sayings that in this world are based on height, like most of them are at least, and is really interesting because I don't. I, you don't realize how much our language, like, talks about social hierarchies as height um, until you make it literal, and then you realize. Well, I don't actually have to change most of the language because we already talk like this. Like looking down on someone it's that's maybe even more literal in that society, but it's the same expression. That's, that's what I'm really enjoying about writing this book. But yes, um, that will be the story. That will be the, the prequel. Now we need a character. What I, what I don't want to do is make this character a like white male, like every other character I ever make. Like I want to make this character very unique. It doesn't necessarily have to be a female, but it should be different. It shouldn't be, and if he is a, a like a male, he should be have a very different personality than me. So basically, we need the character who is the source of the catalyst for change.
1: Be fair, an INFJ is quite a bit different than you. What is that one, Hannah? This is how I see it. How would that work? INFJ is when they are either um, taught something or have a certain ideal, which is, you know, basically the same thing, then once they have a certain ideal in mind, they stick with it no matter what. uh, ENFPs are always looking at either side of the things. INFJs find something and they stick with it. They always try to stick with a certain ideal that becomes like a part of their person. ENFPs Mm -hmm. are very... I am me, I try to see both sides of the things. Mm-hmm.
0: And INFJs are,
1: I stick with one ideal. Their ideals are them. To change their ideals is a huge thing for them. Okay.
0: Alright, I mean, that, that fits the character pretty well. The, the idea for what he has to be. Yeah. And so his, his ideals are, this is wrong, and something needs to change. Um... And a lot of that will come across in the you know the people being dominated and, and yeah. just like r- riley, like being like it, it looks horrendous when you when someone's fighting against it kind of a thing, um, and then just, you know basically being strangled with their through their mind kind of a thing, <laughs> um, and you know people forced to commit suicide by being dominated too, so um, that's terrible. Yeah, how dare you, keep. That's how the character the character in the, at the uh, in the prologue uh, execute, get got get executed. Mm. They they basically like forced him to cut his own throat, and that's like the one of the most demeaning ways of
1: dying in their culture. Yeah, but yeah. Also to clarify, I'm not saying that INFJs are stubborn. I'm not saying that you're stubborn, Hannah. I'm saying that you adopt <laughs> ideals rather than believe them. I, I see what you mean. Yeah. So I'm not trying to offend any INFJs out there, specifically Hannah, because I know she'd hate me if I offended her. Because so, yeah. that's one of her ideals. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> funny.
0: <No. laughs> okay, right, I'm fine with that, though. INFJ,
1: who is this person now? An animal.
0: No. <laughs> 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 Why? <laughs> You've never written an animal character before. (laughs) Back up, back up. What is the culture? Are we going to actually have this be a prequel kind of a thing to it? That'd be cool. And so it's, it's, the culture I had in mind is like half Greek, half Chinese kind of. It's like a melding of those two cultures. Um, This would definitely be more mystic than that one was because it's more primitive. So I'm going to, I'm going to think I'm going to go more towards the Chinese kind of way of looking at things. So who is this character? The only problem is I don't want them. To, I don't want them to be Kirillon or Danis or Elendia. Like I don't want them to be any of the characters in my actual book. And so Kirillon is trying to spark change by like inspiring people. Danis is de- determined to do it by killing anyone she has to.
1: He has no arms. How does that work? He has no arms. How does arms. he get up? <laughs> get up where? Get above the
0: people to dominate them. Uh-oh. Ooh. Maybe he gets a, ha- a hold of, like, some of the flying Yeah. parchment or,
1: like, balloon material or whatever yeah, that, that, that also fits with an INFJ. That's cool. Because that, that would be something an INFJ would do. They'd be like, mm-mm, all right, flying time. They'd just be, like, <laughs> sitting in there with their, without their arms and be like, mm-mm, just, just do it anyway. Like, it doesn't matter. They don't have arms. So they get someone to tie it around them. Yeah. That'd be awesome.
0: (laughs) This is weird. It is
1: weird. (laughs) No armed man. Who is. This is going to be the weirdest story you've ever written. (laughs) And it's going to be that on purpose. So it's a no armed old man? Doesn't have to be old,
0: middle aged. Yeah, I wasn't thinking like super elderly. Like fifty. Yeah. How does that work though for the balloon material? Like I'm I'm actually guessing they would probably just be windwood that they're using. So when it's not actually like hot air balloons. It's like it technically is, but it's what they'd actually be doing is tying is using the thing that they usually do in tying trunks of windwood together to make like rafts or buildings or whatever. And then you tie those down to the ridges of the the mountains and stuff like that. Like stake them down and then they just stay floated and suspended um,
1: I think it'd be a lot cooler if they were over a boiling lake and there was a they, they are, all they they the are over a
0: boiling lake but um, the only problem is it can't really be in the winter
1: area why not
0: if this is
1: prequel cool. I'm, I'm missing the point That's not where the Argo, Arguson
0: people are. They're like in a temperate climate.
1: This is the prequel story told in uh, legend form. This is a fable in your world.
0: It can't really be, though, because if it is, then they'd know about it. Then they know that they could dominate people. That's the problem.
1: But they don't think they can.
0: No. that It wouldn't work as a fable.
1: It's not domination.
0: No, it is domination. It's... No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. I, I don't want this to be a fable. I want this to be an actual story.
1: Fine, then don't make it in the volcanic awesome no. place. It no, we can make it in the volcanic awesome place. No, no, just, just don't it do just it. It doesn't have to be a prequel. Oh, climate we... change. Duh. Oh okay, <laughs> 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 which is not global warming, by the way. Technically, it is. But
0: technically I looked it up. I looked it up in Answers to Genesis. Technically, the world has gotten
1: warm by five like, degrees, like five degrees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is not considered global warming. I mean, yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, but not global heating because that's what everybody's making it out to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, basically, like people like freak out about global. It too much, yeah. Doink! You know, it's like a little bit anyway I really it's hope like you guys can get something out of this it. episode
1: <laughs> we're tired we're getting tons of stuff out of this episode oh, Yeah. note to self don't do back to back episodes yeah don't do that anymore um,
0: this helped though I mean I, I figured it out so stop I'm gonna wake you up I'm not tired Okay, so I—the more I think about this, the more I don't want to do a one armed or two armed or zero arm man, <laughs> 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 because they're not gonna—he's not gonna tie a balloon parchment to himself or whatever. It has to be—it would be all oh, right. This this isn't no, but it is because it's yeah right global warming. That's what we were decided. Okay, so it would be windwood windwood wind trunks. And so that's okay if he can—if that's the reason he figures out how to. Like get up there so like maybe a windwood trunk with an anchor on it or something like fell or like got unhooked and then it like went down the mountainside kind of like thing and so it's this floating trunk and then like it's like in the lake or something like that and he's like there in his boat and he's like what is that <laughs> but he can't be no
1: armed because that wouldn't really work that'd be awesome though
0: i just want a no armed
1: like fisherman who just sits there with and he like he like legitimately learned how to like fish with his feet or something, just just something ridiculous where it's it's just a person with an insane handicap.
0: Okay, who, uh, that's fine. We can this, do it as same yeah. handicap, but like it can't be no armed. Maybe one armed. Okay, one armed, no hands. So he just has one <laughs> arm and a nub. <laughs> yeah,
1: with one finger, no hands. <laughs> But one <laughs> finger. <laughs> just this thumb. That kind of sticks out from where his hand. No, let's would do one-armed. So, one-armed to one-handed.
0: So, he is handicapped. Okay. And he's a fisherman. And he's a fisherman. He's just like, whoosh. "Wait a second. He's not a fisherman. He can't. He doesn't just have, have to boil boiling
1: what? Just a boiling lake." What? It's a boily lake. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> We're stupid. Uh, how do we do that? he's not a fisherman. he's not even on the All lake. Alright, let's
0: not make it a boiling lake then. Ah. <sighs> because that wouldn't make any sense. There could be a boiling lake in the story but like the lake he's on because technically if this is the same place but just colder because it's global warming kind of stuff like there's an ice age happening then there's it's a large canyon area that they're in but it's probably just one specific like ridge that they chose kind of a thing. Um. Or it's probably like a ridge nearby, so it's like it's not that specific canyon that they're in right now, but it's it's a nearby ridge or whatever, or little canyon that they chose, and so it's it's a lake, and so let's let's say it is heated by geothermal vents, but it's not boiling. I legitimately
1: just had the weirdest, coolest idea ever for a story that ties in with the same feel of Shadow of the Colossus. Where there's like abandoned cultures and civilizations. 16 people are created by God on this planet, okay? 16 people. Each one of them is told or, or they figure out that in like um, 50-ish years, maybe to like 100 years, they're all going to be taken up, just, just taken up from this world. And so they all go their own ways um, and just kind of explore and, and, and make their own living for themselves, living completely selfishly. And but then they got they got the time wrong. So it's not fifty years or whatever, and then eventually they're just like, Alright, well Might as well, you know, start a family, you know, like actually make something of this world since apparently we were wrong, or whatever. And then they start making a culture of the places that they went to. One of them is over a boiling lake, somebody created a blimp. And it's an entire um It turns into an entire civilization of... An entire city of floating blimps. And that's a civilization. And then some of them are fallen and broken and into the lake. But there's some of them that are still floating there. And everybody was taken up from the world. Hmm. And then there's, like, one person or something like that... Who is then created in the world again... To explore these lost cultures. Or rather, the one lost person... Who like
0: rejected the whole concept entirely? Went to live somewhere else, and then realizes that he was taken up, or he was not taken, and now he's the only person left in the entire world.
1: And so he's just aimlessly exploring these places. Yeah, trying what to figure out purpose? what happened. What would be the purpose of that, though? What would be the purpose of someone just exploring <laughs> to kill gigantic colossi? Oh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just telling my own Shadow of the Colossus story. It's Your what I was just putting there. Shadow yeah. of the Colossus fan fiction. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just a really interesting idea, isn't it? Yeah. Like, what if that is the actual story of Shadow of the it's Colossus? It's not, but... but... what if it is? What if I just thought of that, of what they did? No, but what about the people who come with the priests? Yeah, no, no, but that's a different civilization. Yeah, but this guy is... These guys thought that they were the only people on the planet, but they weren't.
0: Oh, I see what
1: you're saying. And these people came and found this forbidden land right. of these weird cultures, and they're like, oh, well, it's like they just vanished. Okay. Instead, they turned yeah. to Colossi. Oh. And each person well, that's interesting. is a Colossus. <laughs> and that's why they don't leave their areas, because that is their home. They created it. They are the guardians of their own place. They took up a forbidden oath to become these Colossi to protect their home forever. They were deceived by, what's his name? Domai. Domai. D- wait, Domen. Domen. Because they were like, oh, we want to make sure to protect ourselves from these other people who are coming. And they're like, okay, well, I'll, I'll make you into a more powerful being, but they lost their minds and all they can think about now is to protect their homes. Alright, well, that that's is the story completely of off-topic, but... <laughs> Epiphany. Alright,
0: so, if this is the story, we have a one-armed fisherman. Yes. That's
1: cool. He should have seven and a half toes as well.
0: No! <laughs> Stop trying to deform my character unnecessarily. <laughs> and one and a half eyes. Oh, dear.
1: <laughs> half of his eye was cut out by a tuscan donkey
0: yes anyway um <laughs> <laughs> so this is so why does he how does he get up like i don't know him being a, okay he should mm, he can't be a fisherman stupid Fishermen are
1: not stupid, cube.
0: No, but like he has—he's a catalyst. He's a—he's a person who changes things. He's not a fisherman. He's someone who's outraged by ch- like out injustice.
1: He's a, a news, news reporter. reporter. What? That's what he does? Connor—he. This is like Stone Age yeah. style. No, you know what I mean, though. He's like the town crier. He's the one who brings news from people, trying to get them to rise up. Oh,
0: okay. And then he eventually, yeah, Yeah. he's the town crier. He's the messenger boy, basically. And he has been his whole life. And now he's like 50. And he knows everyone's stories. He knows, he's like the person who knows the most about this, this place and these people. And like, he sees the injustice all the time because he's the one who has to tell everybody about it. Like, it's his job to find out what happened and tell people about it and make sure they know.
1: And so eventually, he has the opportunity to go up himself, and he realizes that nobody else would take up this opportunity. So he takes it upon himself, even though he has one arm.
0: No, I don't think he should have
1: one arm now. That's cool. So it it's a weird why? story be- because it's supposed to be like that. There's supposed to be a strange story because it is a prequel to an ancient world. This is an ancient world. That's why it, 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 by definition, is supposed to be weird. That's just how all ancient world stories are. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah, but have I feel like that
1: could be better got across without him, him having just one arm. Like that. I think it's very strange to have a one-armed character. I
0: think he should just be a strange person. He doesn't have to be handicapped. Like, what, is the, what, is the, what, is, what does that add? I don't know what that does man. him being one-armed add to the story? He feels more helpless. No, it, it it just limits what his character can do, in an unnecessary way.
1: Okay, then he he's has already his limited cut by out.
0: no, but he's already limited by um his social class. Yeah,
1: that's
0: so the whole you should point. should have his tongue cut out. No, 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 no. That doesn't make any sense at all. For, for the, the f- for, no, no, no. no for the for dude. the fable, that makes no sense at all because they're supposed to be equal. No, I know. None of that made any yeah, sense. Yeah,
1: none of that made any sense. Dang it.
0: Well, okay, I like the town crier thing, though. I that, still like the idea sense. of a
1: town crier without his tongue. He's going, ah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but you know what I mean? Like, he has to I communicate in other <laughs> yeah. ways besides, uh, Yeah, sign language.
0: I was just doing the hand gestures for yeah. those of you not meditating from the video feed.
1: Yeah. But no, I just, I just, I like that idea. I might put that in a story sometime. All right, well, I got a character. I got a basic plot.
0: We have my setting. What's the tone? I'm guessing dark and mysterious. Dark and strange. Ominous. Poetic, though.
1: Yep. Definitely. Okay, I'm trying to think of anything else I need to figure out.
0: Uh, What are the... What is the... Is it just him... As a character, like, he's the main focus of the entire thing, and there's no one else who's anywhere close to being the main focus.
1: Except for the person above. There's two characters. Above. There's two characters in the fable. There has to be two characters in this. Two oh, equals represent their societies in this story.
0: Okay, but we always see it from his perspective. So it's, it's him... Basically, it's like an ongoing dialogue between him and like it's not actually an actual dialogue but it's more like a dialogue between the two races going on at the, the, yes. the two classes going on throughout the whole story and it's like him basically realizing that they're exactly the same as as we are due to everything he's learned everything he's figured out um he starts to put together pieces what's the what's the inciting incident though like, why does he suddenly decide that he's gonna figure out why, like who these people are? Because they, the they're all odds. How float
1: the wood? He, he goes up.
0: Oh, he just finds a random trunk.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: I think it should be more thematically appropriate than just finding a random windwood trunk.
1: Okay, he 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 makes windwood trunks. He figures out how to. He should discover how to... You know.
0: Plant them? Yeah. That'd be cool. Okay, I'm trying to think of a good way he could discover that. I like that.
1: One day, little Johnny was planting seeds, and it turned out to be little barnacles, which just happened to make wood float. I think the first...
0: The, the, like, prologue, per se, to this story is going to be omniscient from the view... Like, wa- watching the, the viewpoint of a seed. So it's... It's what? omniscient, which means you're not in anyone's head. You're just looking at the whole big picture kind of a thing. And, and the, the narrator, basically, me, is talking about this one seed. And, like... So it starts off with a tree, this this windwood trunk and it, it's showing these people harvesting the, the, the tree and stuff like that and using it to, to, to bake to make things and kind of explaining a little bit vaguely about what the upper city kind of is. But it's focused on this one seed and then it it's talk it's it's talking in poetic vague terms as as we go along this little life cycle or whatever. And then it ends with a packet of the seeds or a pouch of the seeds falling off of a cliff and down into the into the lower city. Somehow. And then we open up with our main character in third person limited. Him finding the pouch of seeds. And so he plants them, not knowing what they are. And so when he's like... Have to have this done by? Uh, I have to finish it by Monday of next week.
1: Oh, okay. They're going to say today. No. I was like, oh. Monday of next week. Finish it by Monday. So today. That is what we are going to say. Okay. Right. You should have... You should Maybe, have no, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's not going to doesn't have to be too yeah, okay, long. So.
0: Um but then what it should be then is he's he's it's but the whole thing is like a metaphor, um like the seed thing is a metaphor for what's happening in the story. So it's like this seed, it's equal. Like it's it's equal up and down, it's the same seed. But then when it's down, it starts growing and whatever and then eventually it's it becomes uh the so wind. So the wood. seed
1: is the statue. And now the lower city has a chance yes. to make their statue.
0: Yes. That's what it is, and and yes, that's exactly what it is. And so basically, they he this old man while he's going, you know, running around the town doing his normal duties. He always comes back to this little garden of seeds that he's growing, and then as he as the story unfolds with him going to different people, talking to different people, realizing all the injustice and stuff like that, even more so than he ever has before, um, coming back to his little seeds, and that's like his only real joy in life at this point is is watching these little seeds grow and then it gets to the point where he realizes that, you know, what they are and they start floating, Um, but they have they have to have a specific thing done to them for that to work which I'm not going to reveal because of spoilers for the whole world
1: Um, the whole world doesn't listen to this podcast sorry to break it to you but but it should
0: be easy enough for that to happen, I don't think it's super difficult. They're basically found all over the place, so um, be fine. yeah, it should be fine. And, and I'll just have them yeah, start start to grow, or whatever. And and then he realizes what they are, ties them together, makes a raft, flies up to the to the, to the higher city, and
1: I can show you the. It world. might <laughs>
0: it might even be along the lines of. The only person in the Magic town he actually bag. likes like dies horribly. Oh, what? And then he he goes up to like get revenge or Why something do you like that.
1: Everything's so morbid, Caleb.
0: <laughs> okay, I think I have uh, have it figured out then. And then the ending will be along the lines of, "Now I'm equal with you." And then he he like takes everybody out.
1: <laughs> the old man. Yeah, he just kills everybody. Like everybody. Like everybody. Everybody.
0: Not like everybody, everybody. Like
1: everybody, everybody. I don't actually know how that will end. I'll just see what, how it ends. What if he hides somewhere in the upper city and dominates his people, tells them how the tree trunk stuff works, and has them riot? Has them create a siege, and that's how they take over. And they are actually the Highborn. They take over, become the Highborn in your book, they are the highborn that's the highborn and the old man is a legend in your story as the person who founded the city even though he's not he's the first speaker yes boom that's and cool. I already have that character yep.
0: and I know exactly
1: who it's gonna what it's gonna do now there we go I have discovered everything for you, Caleb. I went into your world, found <laughs> things, looked under rocks, looked under trees that were floating. <laughs> Technically, wasn't too hard. <laughs> and I've discovered the secret to your world. All right, cool. Well, I also was... discovered an amazing story that is basically just a fan fiction of Shadow of the Colossus told in my own way, which is essentially what I'm doing right now with the superhero story, which is just Steelheart. All right,
0: anyway... I believe that's the end of the episode and we should just end this before it generates any further. I'll have to edit this quite a bit to make it usable. Um, Yep.
1: Good thing you have a week and a half. Yep.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, You can find us at Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show at Facebook at facebook.com slash Christian artist show and at our website at Christian artist show.com.
1: And just a little uh, next time on probably not next time on, but soon time on uh, soon time on (laughs) we are going to be doing an audio drama on this podcast probably playing it at the end of every episode um which which in the audio drama is just going to be us doing improv stuff it's going to be funny most likely but you know we're well we'll we'll at least try to make it funny But we're also going to try to make it an actual legit story with choices that you guys will decide what happens yes so this is basically just a ploy to get you to comment, <laughs> basically. But yeah. but I, I feel like this would be
0: a really really fun thing to do. Like, I think it will be too a, a cool interactive thing that we can get people talking about. Yes, and then we could even like in the uh, during the course of it talk about like in the audio drama and outside of it talking about the audio drama. Talk about theory behind story, story structure, how things worked and how things didn't, genre themes like pertaining to christianity all of those things can be told in the the realm of an audio
1: drama so we'll probably make one or two podcasts specifically on breaking down our audio drama all right. and and we'll, we won't necessarily do this indefinitely because
0: it would be better to find a good ending and just end it oh yeah obviously um but and and so definitely while when we get to the end of it we'll, we'll like break it all down and stuff like that um but th- those are the two things that we're going to be doing series wise for a while now. So we're going to be doing our concept album. We're going to be, you know, making up some songs and then we're also going to be doing an auto audio drama. So there you go. Uh, we've come through 25 episodes of the Christian artist. And now we're heading into 25 more with new goodies for all y'all. Yes.
1: And also, uh, since it's November national writing month, national novel, national novel writing month, we are going to be writing hopefully every day. Yes. Um, I'm probably gonna scratch the idea that I have right now and start writing the Shadow of the Colossus thing, just because that <laughs> sounds really cool. Um, but hey, at least I'm writing. <laughs> but you should finish uh, something. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. But okay, so I'll do that simply because I know I'll keep with that. Mm. I know I'll keep with Shadow of the Colossus, right. story. Unless I like come you to a writers' block. haven't said that always. Whenever you started a story, to be fair, I still think you should go back. This to is the one I allegedly would never, never quit on. Yeah. Okay. Who could quit on a Shadow of the Colossus esque story? You just can't. You just have to keep it. It's just great. It. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll I follow Connor's even, I, progress. I don't, I don't think I'll even like finish the story per se. I'm just going to tell a story of a bunch of different cultures, them all being taken up, and this one 17th guy. Because, you know, obviously the number 17 has to, get him to come into my book. <laughs> and then he's just going to walk around and be like, bro, this is cool. All right. Well, <laughs> it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good stuff.
0: We'll see. It's gonna be attractive, man. It's gonna be hot. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, go and fuf- uh, go and go- fulfill the great no, no, no. commission. No, no. What? Go forth and multiply like Abraham's descendants.
1: Ooh
0: yeah. With your words and actions and love
1: Ooh,
0: for Christ yeah. and other people. I'm not saying to have like a billion kids. I'm just saying to, yeah, I'm just making a joke, guys. It's not even that funny. I'm just, yeah. And we're done now. I need to go to bed.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: Ooh.